0: What up, family? Well, 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 if it isn't (laughs) Ty.
1: If it isn't Big Meat Eric himself. Welcome (laughs) to another episode of Think Fresh, everybody. We're so happy to be here with you today.
0: Wow, yeah, we really hope you've been thinking fresh uh, between today and Tuesday when our last episode dropped.
1: That's right. We're very consistent thinkers.
0: (laughs) That's right. You know, not only do we think fresh, but we think different. (laughs)
1: yeah we're special thinkers
0: that's right especially
1: uh big cheese eric
0: big cheese boys was good uh do you think uh what's up what's up ty
1: i don't know i'm doing great today this is a great friday i'm thinking about drinking a beer right now i'm i'm feeling good if i was any better i'd be you eric
0: oh wow uh thank you well you know what i think you should totally crack open a cold brewski and uh, get her fucking on her.
1: Yeah, rip one back.
0: Yeah, I just had a couple at lunch.
1: Oh yeah. Oh nice. Uh, what'd you have for lunch today? What what was on the menu? Uh,
0: well, I went and sat on a patio today for lunch. Had a little, a little pizza. We I went to De Bepe actually.
1: Oh nice. He's yeah. a patio pizza boy. Everybody.
0: Yeah, pizza pimpin, patio pimpin, you name it.
1: The Pepe um, for the listeners is a local pizza joint. They do uh buy the slice as well as full pies. It's kind of a um Roman style pizza, like the thicker crust.
0: Mmm. Yeah, I would equate it to like a kind of like the same menu as John and Vinny's. You know, mm. they got some pizza, they got some pasta. Yeah, for the some, LA
1: peeps on the on the horn.
0: Yeah, West Coast gang. Um yeah, pizza and pasta and stuff. For lunch, they have some really good, like sandwiches and stuff as well. I got this little like pizza roll thing. I I forgot the name. I was like racking my brain before this, trying to remember. But it was basically this like, it, it essentially looked like a pizza but rolled, almost like a sushi roll.
1: Mm, it's
0: um, like, a like a calzone. Really, like...
1: I think you're describing a calzone, buddy. <laughs> no, dude. It
0: was like if a pizza and a crepe were fused together that's what it looked like
1: Mm, like a foldable thin crust pizza
0: more than fold buddy it's like a it's rolled it's like yeah literally like a sushi but um you know it was uh pretty thick and it was cut up into like these slices Mm -hmm. i had one of those and i had this like really distinct um stinky cheese in there (laughs) Mm. um and i thought that went super well it was like stinky cheese eric little stinky vibes oh that Um, sounds like quite the the
1: torpedo right there though like yeah i haven't heard anything like that before with the the fold
0: yeah um it's kind of like not unlike how subway cheese is stinky but not in the desirable way
1: no subway cheese is stinky because it's warm it's been there all day (laughs) (laughs) it's been there all day
0: yeah yeah and they just spray it with um aerosol preservative fluid.
1: I think so I think the smell of the bread prevents you from recognizing the smell of the cheese old cheese mm. is a very very identifiable smell
0: Hmm. yeah it the the smell is like a interesting combination between like um bad meat and good cheese <laughs> you know so like this cheddar sitting next to the salami creates this really interesting uh, tornado of scent
1: yeah totally the, <laughs> the cheese smells like a uh, like an old farm and just like like a really like gross farm and the meat just smells like a big fart so like those two smells yeah. are gonna like totally overwhelm you but thankfully we have the bread to uh, uh kind of wet us up you know
0: yeah there's a good chance that the glass partition there is there purely for you not being able to smell what's behind the counter
1: wow I feel bad for the artist because all that scent is pinging the glass and (laughs) just coming straight back at their their face it's just spraying back at them
0: it might even be magnified because of its uh concave shape
1: i think so it's that's an offensively bad smell for them i bet
0: yeah that's also another reason why they have that chemically engineered bread smell blasting at full volume yeah Um, crank that shit up to 11 yeah it's like the same as when you have a girl come over and you like light a couple of tea candles. It's to hide the the smell of uh, sweat and uh, semen.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs>
0: <laughs> just a little
1: bit of foie de bois to cover that up.
0: Yeah, a little bit of character, you know.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> what did you have for lunch today, buddy? Ooh, I actually, or actually I, yeah. Are you gonna? You have? Have you
1: had lunch I haven't yet? even eaten yet. I haven't even eaten yet. I've been debating between two lunch directions they are similar but different uh maybe you can help me make this decision live about what i'm going to eat today
0: oh wow this is a think fresh exclusive you're going to get the chance to well i guess i'm going to have the chance to influence what you're going to have for lunch today and how how good or bad you might feel later today
1: yeah so we'll do it live okay option one is um i picked up some sprouted whole wheat hot dog buns And I think if I just slap a couple of those kale carrot IKEA wieners in there, I could just go to (laughs) town on a pretty healthy hot dog. Wow. Now, I'm a little hesitant to even bring that up because I have previously brought up hot dogs on this podcast and I don't want to accidentally make hot dogs my go-to lunch option for the listeners or a primary vertical of my personal brand. So I'm a little, little hesitant to proceed with this option but i've never had a sprouted mm. hot dog bun
0: yeah i mean it's okay because you know you're a repeat dog eater and there's a good chance that subway subs are literally just large hot dog buns so if anything it's very on brand for you to be leaning towards a hot dog in this case but you know
1: you, yeah i, I do
0: I, I do like uh I'm, I'm pretty inspired by actually how you describe that it's like almost like a dirty water hot dog but done in like a elegant way (laughs) yeah it's a it's a sizzling idea
1: and i really appreciate you though making this connection to like the big subway is stole (laughs) the notion of the hot dog bun and reapplied it to the sandwich making process and i think that's really crazy and like kind of kind of fly under the radar for that they just ripped off the hot dog
0: yeah i mean it's why is the bread uh bread's connected at one end right Similar to a hot dog bun, it's really just the orientation and the scale that are different.
1: Mm-hmm. And they call themselves a culinary institute, but they're just ripping other other food off.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I don't know if I recall them saying that ever, but maybe
1: they don't call them that.
0: But yeah, I can totally see them uh, wanting to play in that world. Hmm. Yeah, so that's option two.
1: Okay, that's option one. Uh, artes- artisanal veggie dog. Option two is. Uh, dare I say also sprouted I have some sprouted bagels that are really delicious they're also sprouted whole wheat and what I would do with those bagels is I would top on some veg some cucumber some tomato maybe some sprouted sprouts some alfalfa, alfalfa sprouts and a wow. little bit of like sprouted cashew cream cheese and get wow, this like okay. little little vegan bagel sammy going Wow, okay. Yeah. And that sounds pretty fresh as hell.
0: Yeah. Wow, both make me think of Subway immediately. (laughs) I don't know why.
1: (laughs) I I swear to God, I think my lunches on Tuesdays and Fridays skew more Subway-esque lately. As (laughs) I am gearing up for these episodes, I'm more inspired to pursue sandwich-related meals.
0: Yeah, this guy's got 12 inches on the mind. Hmm, How can I get into the full method acting here and like (laughs) you know really live the part live the role here yeah can you explain to uh yeah can you explain to myself and our loyal fan base what sprouted means like in the context of like a whole wheat bun
1: yeah so we've been throwing that word around a lot on this pod so uh sprouting is the act of taking any type of seed including like the seed of wheat and uh It undergoes a natural process where it is soaked in water, in which case the spores of the seed begin to expand. They start to put out shoots a little bit and start to establish a new plant. And the benefit of doing this is that they absorb a lot of water. They actually generate more nutrients and become easier to digest. So you're getting a healthier, heartier meal experience.
0: Oh, wow. So that that explains the higher price point.
1: Absolutely, because they didn't just slap some almonds in your uh, smoothie. They actually cared for those onions for presumably
0: a few days. Mm -hmm. You know, once uh, at a friend's house, I saw him like growing green onion in a jar. (laughs) (laughs) And it it reminds me of what you just explained. Like he had a jar of water where he it looked like he had uh, used up like 90% of a green onion. And then just left the bottom part with the roots in some water. And then it started growing some new branches like out of the side. And I thought, well, this is like a really fascinating thing. Like what if you could do that with, um, I don't know, other grains, like some mm-hmm. kind of grain. And then, you know, you get, you can just like multiply. You don't even have to go to the grocery store. You just kind of wait for your green onion to sprout or whatever yeah. it is.
1: I don't know if I would trust a green onion. It kind of sounds like your man over there is trying to make a new novel coronavirus or something. <laughs> so
0: I trust a hard shell.
1: Yeah, black market onion.
0: Damn. Yeah. Let me get a side of penguin. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's funny that these like black market foods, as well as like weird vegan options, are starting
0: to come together. Yeah, like, I'm... <laughs> yeah you know that meme where it's like. To like buff arms doing like an arm wrestle or like a handshake mm-hmm. and then it's like on either end you have like vegans and then like Chinese wet markets and then in the middle it's like novel rare foods yeah <laughs> like, it'll wh- be like, like kombucha
1: meet. or something
0: yeah exactly <laughs> kombucha brew on tap
1: yeah some sort of like sparkling blueberry apple cider vinegar tonic <laughs> yeah <laughs> something something goop cares about
0: oh wow yeah Speaking I of, think Goop is uh, in the
1: middle there. Wet markets, vegans, Goop is in the middle.
0: Oh yeah, dude! If I can get some kind of like blue turmeric matcha latte and protect my uh, skin from UV and UVB rays, then that's a that's a wonderful combination right there.
1: Damn! If you could do both of those things, you could survive in L.A.
0: Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> the L.A. starter pack. Yeah. Yeah. Um, go to
1: Earth Cafe and go eat some some bread pudding.
0: Yeah, what made me think of that was I went to uh, our local Harkin coffee shop and um, they I saw someone get like a blue, it looked like a matcha latte, but it was fully blue. And I was like, very intrigued by this. I was like, what could possibly make this drink blue? And is there any functional reason for it? Or is it purely a marketing scam?
1: Yeah, man, Instagram's changing everything. People are willing to eat the most unnatural food color, blue. Yeah. They'll do it for the ground
0: yeah kind of like purple ketchup
1: yeah i'm glad that didn't catch on yeah. although it seems like something subway would carry i feel like they would have a bottle of purpley ketchup at the end of the at the end of the aisle
0: yeah was that um a candidate exclusive was that like a president's choice um collabo or like what is that where did that even come from
1: yo i don't know man but it is uh gross as hell (laughs) yeah (laughs) i would swipe left on that if i saw it on in the grocery
0: store yeah what possessed um our president to (laughs) to uh concoct this mess oh shit real real canadian heads know, though
1: yeah if you know you know But I don't I don't know anybody who's ever even tried it, let alone bought it. That's probably why we don't see it on the shelf anymore. Short-term shelf life.
0: Yeah. Do you think grocery stores were the, like, original fast fashion?
1: (laughs) Maybe at one point, maybe during like uh, peak '90s, like, or what? Whatever generation was really into putting things in (laughs) Jell-O. Yeah, (laughs) the Jell-O Jello generation. Cheese whiz. Yeah, yeah. Those guys the were the ones who both yeah. invented and killed purple ketchup. I don't even. Hell, I don't even know who would buy purple ketchup nowadays. What type of person buys purple ketchup?
0: Oh, just the thought of it leaking out of my sandwich.
1: Yeah, like makes me want to throw up,
0: man. Yeah. Imagine you finished eating and your hands are purple and like your lap is purple? <laughs> yeah, man. If I saw that, I would want to go
1: tell some Heinz CEO where to go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> To our local sub, Yeah. the way,
1: head to the way,
0: good old way, and Subway's been really a goldmine of content for us, eh? <laughs> yeah, it's
1: crazy. There is so much to talk about. I and I keep learning more things every day. Uh, yeah. Get this, I learned about a secret order yesterday.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, you hit us with it.
1: Yeah, this is um, uh, Think Fresh exclusive. So there's a Subway sandwich order called the Feast.
0: <laughs> Dear god.
1: Yeah, I know. It's it's as uh, hard as it sounds. Um okay, so the feast, it is not for the faint of, faint of hearts. It's not for like any subway virgins. This is this is for tried and true experienced subway goers. Essentially, mm-hmm. bread of choice, foot long, you get every single deli meat. So I'm talking turkey, ham, roast beef, salami, pepperoni, whatever else is in stock. That's the feast. And then you move over to the next section, every single veggie and your choice of sauce. So what it's really about, is about maximizing your compound meats.
0: What do you think about that? Terrifying. I mean, yeah, I'm thinking of, uh, like, first of all, you caught me off guard when you said roast beef, because I completely dismissed that as an option. (laughs) Like, it's just like, I totally forgot that that existed. Um, But yeah, dude, just the idea of combining all those meats a little terrifying, but kind of into it. Like, that's what, I think that's what makes the BMT special. It's like, when you isolate a meat, you realize like, it's not as good as you might think it is. But when you mix it with like four other meats, then, you know, you're, it, it gets lost in the group collective. Take totally. flavor, you know,
1: You just get like bonked in the head by a big wave <laughs> of sodium. And that's all you really feel.
0: Yeah. When you're taking 12 inches to the dome, it's more about um, just being able to tolerate it and like, you know, accept those 12 12 inches.
1: (laughs) I mean, I think like, I think this wouldn't be too hard on your digestive system. The beauty of this feast sandwich is that because it relies entirely on the deli meats, you're not introducing too many complimentary flavors I find that the deli meat section of Subway uh, is an extremely stackable section. Whereas if you start mm-hmm. bringing in your roast chicken or your meatball, those flavors don't play nice. Those are two like big boys in the yard. You don't want them to get too close to each other or they'll fight. <laughs> but in this case, you've got all the little guys. They are ganging up together. They're working together. They're making something special
0: happen for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. In a way, the deli meats are more modular and potentially fit more nicely within the customizable arena that is the way
1: yeah and you can even serve them hot or cold like they call it a cold cut combo but damn i'll toast that
0: mm-hmm. man i love a good cold cut like uh just a random assortment of deli meats
1: yeah it's basic as hell but uh if you do it right with some mayo some mustard sometimes it's pretty good i like it better when i have a cold cut with Simple sauces at like an actual bodega or something at subway it feels kinda like dead in the water,
0: yeah, I guess we're kind of leaning into the not so special uh like ingredients list though you know, yeah, it's like you're if you're mixing like a decently cooked chicken with their vegetable selection you're kind of you're playing in like two very different worlds there,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but if you're like just accepting the fact that subway is your regular run-of-the-mill fast food you know you can kind of live with that i think hell yeah less less order guilt so hell you're spending yeah. like up to twelve dollars on a sub and that's right that's right listeners canadian dollars um, <laughs> you're you're kind of like fuck man i could have easily had something way healthier or something like actually tasty
1: oh yeah if you feel that monetary regret because you made the wrong call on your sandwich that's hard to live <laughs> with that's that'll ruin oh, your yeah. day
0: Yeah, kind of like my uh, meatball extravaganza where that shit was the fucking worst sandwich I've ever had in my life.
1: Yeah, a big sandwich should be embarrassed for making that for you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. You know, you would think a restaurant with 44,000 locations would figure out how to make a fucking meatball sandwich, but (laughs) clearly clearly they don't.
1: If they even serve one meatball sandwich per day, per location, that means they're making 44,000 meatball sandwiches a day.
0: yeah you think, think with this... that
1: much output they would be able to get it right
0: <laughs> yeah do you think this network uh talks to each other <laughs> is there like I a subway like is... skillshare
1: i was always thinking about the how the app should be a place for community so the subway app has totally dropped the dropped the sandwich because it's all about just like a quick ordering process we're not trying to speed up the ordering process at subway it's 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 important to be able to do it live and co-create with your sandwich artist. I think the app, the Subway app should be about community. It should be about sharing your sandwich, expressing (laughs) like cool ideas you have about ingredients, kind of like this podcast. Um, But it kind of drops the ball there. And there could even be in the app a community space for artists and franchise owners.
0: I love that idea. I think um, you hit the nail on the head when you said, like, we're not trying to order faster. We already – we're a part of the ordering, so it doesn't feel like I'm waiting around. You know, like, that's literally the only fun thing about Subway is, like, you know, creating the sandwich. Mm-hmm. So why not just, like, let people do that? Don't try to over-optimize it. But then let the um, – yeah, your, like you said, app be the social space um, of Subway. It could be the live fresh side of it it because would I'm be thinking the of press. uh like you know on spotify when it tells people like what you're listening to like the app could say like like ty's ordering a beyond meatball right now <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah socialize
0: the sandwich yeah exactly
1: i love that and what a cool way to make an icebreaker hey i saw you got the uh chicken chicken sandwich yesterday
0: yeah how uh, how that's was my it? Favorite i'm going tomorrow too.
1: yeah exactly you can go try your friend's <laughs> subs you can vote on subs. You can see which subs are, like, the most popular in the community and go try those. Great way to open up new sandwich opportunities. Celebrities can get on the app. You can see some celebrity sandwiches up in there. hmm
0: Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of, like, this might be a far-fetched idea, but I'm thinking of a service where you could potentially pay celebrities to, like, have lunch with you. <laughs> like you can pit, yeah you could totally like go to subway with um justin bieber you know it might be an expensive lunch date but at least you get to see what the biebs orders um see if how sorry he feels after it
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah uh
1: who would you want to go to subway with who would you split a foot long with if you could pick anybody dead or alive
0: wow that's a that's a very very big question um I mean, realistically, probably our friend Jason Stewart. (laughs) I'd love to see, uh, love to chop it up with him in line and, you know, get the live reaction, you know, real time. Um, In terms of, like, a celebrity, honestly, probably Bourdain, another friend of the pod. I I would love to hear, like, no, because he's, like, very kind of, like, democratic and, like, normal. He's a normal guy. So mm-hmm. I wouldn't expect him to be too snobby about it and just like learn to appreciate the kind of the small things. Yeah. And it's also really give, important like, nice to have take.
1: a have a like culinary enthusiast come on that journey with you down the line.
0: Yeah. yeah. It's like we know Bourdain knows good food, but he's down to try like a dumb sandwich. You know, I think yeah, that's bet. like a really beautiful trait in somebody.
1: Yeah. I think he would uh, open doors for you uh, and when you see how he works with the artists, you'll uh, uncover yeah. new tricks, tricks of the trade for working with other cul- uh, people in the culinary industry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Good one, yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, what about you?
1: Yeah, great question. Um, my question. <laughs> uh, Papa Tai would probably want to sit down with someone who would offer me an entertaining dining experience someone who can uh riff during the order process but also sit down with me and critique the experience so i'm gonna go with friend of the pod jerry seinfeld (laughs) he's proven it out in his show yeah (laughs) that that man can maintain a conversation of interest through a meal he's done it for a few seasons i think he could do it with me at subway so jerry if you hear me uh bang my line
0: What do you think about that? I mean, it could potentially get very annoying with, with Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> I just I just imagine him like really going in on like something small and insignificant. I I guess not very much different from this podcast, but I imagine he would be very much like, Well what what's the deal with uh sweet onion sauce? <laughs> I mean it's is it is it even made of onions? You like, only put kind of shit. two
1: olives on the sandwich. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah he would he would like zoom in on those micro details but that's what i would appreciate it because that's what we do on this podcast
0: yeah like i said not very different from what we're doing but that's um, true more of the same kind of like um comedians in cars getting coffee or whatever it's more like podcasters on on bikes getting sandwiches
1: (laughs) (laughs) uh something that both anthony bourdain and jerry Seinfeld have in common though is i feel like if they were in subway and they had the camera on them they both might feel inclined to just like jump the counter and get to work like pass me those thin plastic gloves yeah let let daddy get to work here and and make their sandwich themselves i just feel like that (laughs) like if that was the case i i think they would they would want that creative control and i think they would see an both an opportunity for their meal and for humor to do it
0: yeah, I, I would totally love to see that, like, Bourdain doing, like, a little um, parkour move over the glass partition, getting the thin gloves on, and, like, starts sharpening this, like, $300 chef's knife. Like, I would love to see that.
1: <laughs> yeah, me too. Jerry wouldn't jump it. He would just walk around.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he would try to use the celebrity to, like, get back there, and then the sandwich artist would be like, who, like, who are you?
1: Yeah, and then once he's behind the bar, he turns into a nasty boy with
0: those vegetables. Yeah. I think it's pretty clear that I don't like (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld. But, like, I just imagine that, like, he would be, like, some, like, entitled little dude who would, like, really desperately want to get back there and, like, show them how it's done. And then the sandwich artist would be, like, not having it. It's like, like, dude, I literally don't even want to fucking be here. Like, why are you, like, inserting yourself into this, into the the, (laughs) the coveted behind the counter? yeah you know? pick a
1: different narrative man <laughs>
0: yeah exactly we get it like you zoom in on small weird things no one cares dude. <laughs> we get it your show's about nothing
1: yeah speaking of shows about nothing we're coming up on time for this episode <laughs>
0: <laughs> damn it are we the jay Seinfeld of food podcasts? oh fuck i
1: think we might be
0: damn it we might have to delete this episode this is too real
1: <laughs> already well uh Thank you uh, to all the breadheads who stayed with us today.
0: It was a really great episode, I think. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it is it is what it is. So, you know, yeah, just remember to sign up to our OnlyFans. <laughs> yeah. If you say. got
1: nothing from this, at least give us some money and you can uh, check out our OnlyFans. I'll post whatever meal I make, whether it's the hot dog or the bagel.
0: Yeah. Sadly, I didn't take a photo of my lunch today, but. Maybe I can uh, post some nudes instead. We'll see. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of nipple. (laughs) Yeah, a little bit of pepperoni. You get get me? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
1: Alrighty, boys. uh,
0: I imagine everyone here is male. Actually, it's pretty heavily skewed that way. So see you later, boys.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Subway is for the boys. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bye. Bye.